spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy 2023. It's a new year, man. Happy New Year, buddy. That's right. Happy New Year to all of you guys. We are back. I know. Don't be sad. I know. Everyone was very happy while we were gone the last couple of weeks. I read it on the internet, so it's got to be true. Becky Lynn, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm glad you're back. It's great to see you. It's great Ditto. to see you. Boy, I mean, we come back and, you know, I, I, it, it, what everybody is talking about today is the Monday Night Football game. And what everybody is waiting for is good news. Uh, we're waiting for it. You're waiting for it. I was just listening to ABC News. Damar Hamlin is now a household name. Uh, a, a terrific defensive player for the Bills. Um, he basically, uh, he he almost died last night yeah. on the field. They had to they had to give him CPR. And I had put the game on late. And so I put the game on when they were, I guess when ESPN was in the studio. And they were showing parts of what was happening, uh, people standing around. But I said... Why are they back in the studio? Yeah. And he said, oh, God, something must have, must have happened. It must have been horrendous. And then you find out exactly what happened. Um, that, my goodness, he, after the hit, he got up and then he fell down. And he was dead. Yeah, they had to no bring doubt. him back. Yeah, they resuscitated him. They gave him <clears throat> CPR. I think they might have even shocked him. They got his heart back on the field. Yeah. But his heart wasn't there. They said he was breathing, but his heart wasn't working. Uh, joining us in studio is our buddy Ron Wolfley, Cardinals uh, radio analyst and good friend of ours. Wolf, uh, happy new year. I know we'd love to have you to talk about something much sure. different. But, man, you know, man, I, I look at you. And you were just a warrior on the field. You were one of these guys that, you know, you were jacked up. You were ready to go. You were, uh, you know, the heart and soul of, yeah. of several different teams. Um, have you ever seen anything like? No. No. Let, let, let me just say right now, um, this to me, it was so disconcerting to actually see this because nobody getting ready to play in a football game thinks in terms of life and death. You just don't do that. Now, do you think in terms of your well-being when you step in between those white lines and will you be walking out of those white lines whole? Yes. No doubt about that. You're going to consider that. But also, too, the, the thing that was just so bizarre to me was seeing the CPR that was being administered yeah. on the field. That You, you don't see that mm -hmm. in between the white lines. And, and you see a lot of stuff in between the white lines. You don't see that. So watching a man fall down and his heart was, was stopped and watching it on live TV... Is something I'm never going to forget. Now, mm -hmm. and I think there's a reason everybody is talking about this. It's the NFL. We love the NFL. It's Monday Night Football. It's two Monday of the best teams, two of the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and all of a sudden, his heart stopped. And you know, for a second, I think all of ours did for a moment too. And we all watched it live. And that's the thing when you see it happen live. Like if this had happened in a practice. And you hear about it, yeah. you'd say, my goodness, how tragic that is. Or what we saw, we saw it on primetime television with millions of people watching. And then as soon as it happened, it's like everybody went to social media. Now, Wolf, you and I aren't real big fans of social media. A lot of bad things happen there. Ron Wolfie's joining us on KTAR. Uh, that was a pretty amazing space to be in because 
you can't get anybody to agree on anything or si- or, or be together on one thing no. in the world that we live in. God, no. And there was 100% of the people last night that were praying for this kid. Yeah. And we were all on his side. And it was one of these moments, you know, where it just wasn't just a football game. And it wasn't just this this player. It was like... We were all invested and just waiting and we're on the edge of our seat, waiting to see if he's going to live, hoping and praying that he was going to live. I don't remember a moment like that. No. In a long, long time. No. Um, that's Forever. because it hasn't yeah, happened. Never, right. Um, now, I know that uh, we were talking about Chuck Hughes, of course, back yeah. in 1971. It actually did. 1971, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Um, I, I was nine years old yeah. at that point in time. You know, I mean, it's just and he, it's a different day what happened to him in different era. Was he, he was an NFL player? Yes. And, did he, and he, he collapsed on the field. He had myocarditis. Okay. He had his heart basically and Did they bring him there. back or no? No. He no. Died. So on the field, on he the died. Field. He's and the only NFL player to ever die on the field in gosh. a game. See, and, you know, once again, it brought back a lot of competitive memories for me because, as you said, Larry, I, I love the game of football. I love preparing to play in a game of football. I, I, I wanted to think that the opponent was um, basically somebody they locked away and, and you know what, um, let him out on game day because he was a jerk. Right. And he deserved to be driven into the ground. I wanted to think the worst yeah. of my opponent. I wanted my opponent to think they locked me in a door and in, in a uh, cage and then shoved food under the door. To me, I wanted my opponent to think that of me. All because of the competitiveness and the intensity. And what was so stunning to me. To see all of this intensity with all of these alpha males that are out on that field, hyper-aggressive alpha males out on the field that just a few moments ago were trying to dislodge your jaw Hmm. from your face. Suddenly, they're consoling each other. Yeah. When the Bengals players started walking out because they realized something is happening here. Something is happening that is... Is otherworldly to the game of football. They're administering CPR to a football player. Suddenly, the the silks went away. The logo on the helmet went away. The color scheme no longer mer- mattered based on the jersey you were wearing. It didn't matter anymore. It all went away. And all you saw was raw humanity. Yeah. You and know, they came out, and when they started consoling each other yeah. on the field in the first quarter of this massive game, you know what I thought to myself? This game is over. Yeah. There's no way they're going to play this game going forward. And you know what's funny is uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, one of the Chargers hit somebody, and he was thrown out of the game, and it was ferocious. And I said to myself, somebody's going to die sooner rather than later in this game. And the violence of this game, but part of it is the gladiator thing that, that we love the reality is last night was just an innocuous kind of hit. It was a it one was. in 100 million. I think Dr. Gupta said maybe 10 to 12 of these a year happened. It was one of those times, but it happened to be in prime time on Monday night when the entire world was watching. And it was terrifying. And I think, you know, for anybody out there, once again, that is thinking about football and, you know, should I let my kid play football? I believe football players are born. I believe they're born. And because of that, if the, if your child wants to play, let them play because those are one in a billion moments.
They it, just don't happen it's in interesting this game. You bring that up because we're going to talk about that later. If there's a parent out there, and we're going to open up the phones, is there a parent out there that, that allows their child to play football and they saw what happened last night and they're, they're going to say, you know what, I'm not so sure. i got to tell you, this could happen during a basketball game. Uh, somebody told me that this happens during lacrosse games. Last yes. year. Yes. Yeah. The European yes. Soccer Championship. Right. Christian Eriksen, who is on the field as we're talking right now, dropped dead in the middle of the game. Oh, yeah. And they had to shock him on several right. occasions. The difference is when they took him off, he raised his finger and said he was fine. But he was dead yeah. as I, well. I, I just want to say football is a dangerous game. But the benefits of the game, it, it's played by dangerous people in a positive way. I mean that. The benefits of the game far and away outweigh any of that danger to me. So the camaraderie between players, the brotherhood, um, the fact that, that, you know, you've been in a locker room, Wolf, and, you know, I, and Chad, you've been in a locker room, too. You were a professional soccer player. Me? I sit here and I talk. And and so softball, and you do it well, but, but don't let it go to your head. I, I, I don't. You know that. I Thank mean, I'm you. very humble. But. You guys, as Wolf laughs a little bit, we try and put a little levity into this. Um, you know, as, uh, as, as we look at this, you know, you're, you're in that locker room and these guys really are your brothers. They really, yes. they are family because you're in such a volatile sport. You're in such a violent game. And it's like, you're talking, you said it, alpha males. These are the greatest athletes on the planet. And we all watch them every Sunday, Monday, Thursday. It doesn't matter. And then when something happens, and you see Josh Allen put his hands, put his face in his hands, and then you watch that, and you, you almost feel a little guilty for watching these guys go at it. Yeah, no, you know, um, once again, you nailed it right there. That's what it is. It is football. The the football, the locker room that I grew up in, um, especially in the game of football, because of the hardship of the game itself, and the aggressiveness, and the physicality, and the blood. Yeah. Literally, the yeah. blood sport, how physical it is. Um, the game of football is one of the best melting pots you're ever going to see. As we used to say, there is no color. There is no color in an NFL locker room except the color red for blood. <laughs> that was it. And I will tell you right now, one of the best lessons, one of the best experience, doesn't matter what your background was, what your culture was, where you grew up, where you didn't grow, how you grew up, didn't, didn't, none of it mattered. Suddenly when you were part of a team and that was your teammate, man, that was your brother. Yeah. And can I tell you right now, there were some guys I played with I did not like. But you know what? Don't you not like them? That's it. <laughs> because if you don't like them, now I got a problem with you. Hundred percent. That's the way that it was. Ron Wolfley, everybody, thanks for your insight on this. Being a former football player, and you know, you watching it, we were watching it, uh, and everybody's praying for uh, Demar Hamlin. Thanks, Indeed. Wolf. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, it's Gatos and Chad show. First show back. Uh, happy New Year, everybody. We've got some uh, obviously many different stories uh, to bring you today. Coming up next. Uh, the Great Wall of Ducey was a great hit to your wallet. We'll discuss that on uh, the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad show, afternoons. Uh, so Ducey's gone. Hobbs is in. <laughs> right. The wall. Gatos is coming down. Yeah, the Great Wall of Ducey, as I like to call it. The Democrats have circled it seven <laughs> times. They blew their trumpets, yeah. and it has come down. 
Uh, it, it is coming down. It's coming down in Yuma. Uh, and that reminds me, you know, we should put our friend the mayor on. Maybe see if he can join us tomorrow, wise man Steve Zinsmeister. Uh, because of the border wall, it is it is coming down. It's not a wall. It's the shipping containers. We've talked for months about the shipping containers. And, uh, you know, I, I think you and I, you know, we've talked about it really at nauseum. Uh, were there some benefits of it? Yes. Uh, were there some bad things about it? Yeah. Yeah. Did the benefits outweigh yeah. the bad? Yeah, just like the, you know, even the, 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 it's a, you know, sending people to D.C. and New York and all of these things. Were there some things where you're like, oh, I wish they wouldn't have done that at yeah. the same time? Did it bring awareness yeah. to the problem? Because, you know, Title 42, while we were gone, the Supreme Court said, no, let's keep this thing in place for a while. Okay. So it's not going anywhere. That being said, nothing else is really happening. I think the pictures of the shipping containers showing how, how little wall we have. Was very eye-opening. was effective. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the bad part: seventy five million to remove it. So let's listen. Governor Ducey is not the governor paid. anymore. No. Uh, we have Governor Hobbs. So Doug Ducey has left office. His last day was yesterday, and Hobbs was uh, sworn in. Um, we're talking like I don't know. It's like a hundred million or seventy five million. Yeah, some ridiculous it, number. Couldn't we have spent that? Is you have to ask the question. Could we have spent that in a better way? The answer is. Well, probably. You can always spend money a, a better way. But, you know, what is the takeaway? Is the takeaway that, well, Doug Ducey was on his last few days. He had money to spend. And he wanted to make a splash See, that's for himself. Was there money allocated in a certain way that you've got to spend it? Because that's the way it works. It's not like, hey, we have a need over here. We fill it. The way it works is money goes into certain pots and you have to spend that money on that. Okay. Is that what happened? It might have been what happened, but I, I, I find the $75 million insane. Because remember, also, weren't we paying $6 million per putting up each, con- 6000 per container? We did pay 6000 for mine in my backyard. Right. <laughs> you have one in your backyard. It's I keep awesome forgetting. Too. I was in it this weekend. That's amazing. My pickleball went in there. Oh, gosh. Playing pickleball now. <laughs> Been your jam. I, I learned so much. I haven't seen you in two weeks. Uh, but well, uh, go, go down this road, Chad, real quick. Doug Ducey was it the right was it the right decision? Well, Doug Ducey didn't know that Title Forty Two was going to be extended. No, no, so nobody was, did. Was he thinking, "Hey, we should do this because who knows what the federal government is going to do?" I got to tell you, it's not a simple answer. No, it's not a simple. Oh, he screwed up and he and he had all this money to spend and he blew it. It's not that easy. Yeah, it's not that easy. I think if you if you were to, if you knew what you knew today. That is going to cost a hundred million. What to take it down? I think you're thinking differently. You, you probably you think a little bit. But differently. that's not the way the world works, no. man. And that's not the way government works. No. Government is is a spend it or lose it kind of thing. So they all want to spend as much as they can when they can, and that's what they did. That being said, was it effective? Well, it depends. You talk to that guy out. Was it Santa Cruz County? That sheriff or whatever is like, right. oh, I just walk along the thing watching butterflies. There's right. never anybody crosses. Right. Talk to the guy, our buddy old uh, Nichols out there in uh, uh, beautiful Yuma. Yuma. He's like, hey, people come across here all the time. Nine hundred thousand, you know, cost us twenty million dollars just at the hospital alone. So we'll discuss it a little bit more yeah. as the show goes. Be here till six. Uh, yeah, none of that changed, people. No. No, we still have an issue with the border. We always will have an issue with the border. These shipping containers are coming down. And real quick, Katie Hobbs is probably the happiest one because she doesn't have to make a decision on that. Yeah. And so... Because I wonder if she saw the price and she saw everything and spoke to people, would she have just tried to let it die in the background? Yeah, because her going... Let's say there was no lawsuit from the federal government and Katie Hobbs decided to take them them down. It's not a good look. No, it's not. It's one thing to put them up. 
But when they're already there, do you decide to rip them down? And so she doesn't have to make that decision in her first week as governor. And I'm sure she's feeling pretty yeah, good she about got, that. She, she got All a couple right. things that went her way this week. All right. We'll continue to talk about that, too. All right. Up next, uh, what do Americans really want in their next president? It's Gatos Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. This is the last day we can say it because, you know, Becky Lynn and Chad, you know that when it becomes January 4th, you're not allowed to say it anymore. I give you three days to say Happy New Year, and then that's it. Let's not drag this thing out. When it comes January 4th, no more Happy New Year's. That's my rule. Unless you guys... you're traveling still in Southwest and you have yet to reach the people you're looking for, <laughs> then you could say it to them. Yeah. Oh, and that's a possibility. Real quick, our son was coming in for Christmas, speaking of Southwest. Uh, what, two days before, like either 22nd yeah. or 23rd? 23rd, I think. And uh, so he's flying from Dallas to Phoenix. Two-hour flight. Gets to the airport. They push it back, push it back, push it back. He's been there all day. They push it back, push it back. Midnight, cancel it. And they're like, we can get you on a flight the 26th, 27th. He's nah. So our son gets in the car and drives to the other airport in Dallas, in, in, in somewhere in Texas. I guess it's outside of Dallas. That's an hour and a half drive at 2 in the morning. And he buys a ticket on American. Yeah. And he somehow finds a way to Tucson. So he gets to Tucson, right? And then his flight from Tucson to Phoenix keeps getting canceled, keeps getting canceled. Keeps oh. And he's like, screw it. I'm going to rent a car. And he drove two hours here. Wow. 30 hours. I hope you guys got him a good present. Yeah, exactly. It was partially money for that trip yeah. to get him oh. here. It took him 30 hours yeah. instead of a two-hour flight. So, uh, yeah, and I know that. But at least he got here, thank God. And uh, And so... You know, I hope I hope you guys had a good uh, holiday and uh, you know New Year and and again tomorrow no more Happy New Year. Okay, are we all decided. Are we yeah, all good? None of us float. Uh, uh, are we all good? Okay, you if you days. say so. Three what if days. you haven't seen a person? No. After three days, text them then. Better get it done before midnight tonight. Now, you can do it without Gatos being around you. You will not be in trouble. <laughs> oh, great. Gatos, if it gets wind, you're going to get in. You're a, dead to me. You're going to get a yeah, stern that, talking that's to That's a right. Gatos rule, but a nobody else rule. That is right. Do not do it after today. We are not too far away from uh, the presidential election. I know that sounds wacky, but the reality is... You not only does it sound wacky, it sounds painful. It does, it does. Because I thought we just got done with an election. Yeah, well, we did. Well, by the way, they're right now voting for the 88th time, trying to see who's going to be the Speaker of the House. We may not have one, and nothing will ever get done. Not a shocker. Mm. But a new poll came out. Love this poll. Okay. USA Today, Suffolk University poll. What do we want in a president? They asked Republicans, Independents, Democrats. You ready? 51 to 65. That's the age range. That's the, oh, really? Governor with business experience, willing to compromise and get things done. Military experience, a bonus. They want a, for, they want a former or current governor? Yes. Well, I mean, that's the way a lot of it went. You look at George W. Bush, uh, Barack Obama. No, majority. he was a senator. Yeah, vast majority. I mean, you think about it. Uh, outside of, you know, we've had 
Obama and Biden, but then you go back, it's like all the rest of them have basically been governors. Right. In some way, shape, or form. Bill Clinton, of course. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Reagan, You know, uh, so all of them have had some sort of job. Democrats would prefer not as much business, more politics. They also prefer a senator over a governor. Republicans would Why do you think that? Why would you want a senator over a governor? Because I would think, best case scenario, a governor, because they're running a state. They're running it. They're, right. the bo- they're the boss of the state. But you got to think about it. The Democrats, the centralization in a lot of ways. They they like the government being centralized. The fact that you're a senator and in a position where you're already in D.C., they think that's good. To me, I love a governor for uh, uh, the presidency because being a governor, you're already surrounded in a situation where you're executive. You're a mini president already. Uh, they're, right, right. So the sweet spot is... 51 to 65. Yeah. So that takes out Biden and Trump. I don't ever want to see those guys run for anything again, ever. unfortunately. Ever. I don't even want to see him run a race at I don't an either. old folks' home. Biden, stay off your bike. Trump, I really don't care what you do. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to see these two guys again. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. I looked up a breakdown of all the former presidents. 19 of them served as governors. And 17 served as U.S. senators. Wow, it's that close. 32 presidents have military experience out of, what is it, Chad? 46 46? presidents now? 32 have military experience. 27 of them were lawyers. Yeah. (laughs) Not a shocker. And I bet the vast majority of them from Harvard. Oh, geez. 27 were lawyers. That's who's running this country. A bunch of lawyers. There's actually more U.S. representatives from the House than there are senators or governors. I wonder. My question is, I wonder how many of them, though, at one time probably were a governor somewhere else. See, that's a lot of the other stuff. Here's the other thing. A lawyer. Republicans would like you to have some business experience and military. Democrats would like to less business, military. No, thanks. Uh, uh, Which is weird. But old. How is military a bad thing? Probably because you're part of the military industrial complex. You're going to Man. you're going to be a warmonger is what they think. I think it's silly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's that that's you know if you if you well, who's the last person we had that had military experience? <sighs> See here, that's a good question, right? I mean, I mean why real military experience would have probably been forty two. <laughs> you know, I uh, mean George Bush. I mean the original George, original Bush because remember he was shot down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah. he was probably the last one that had a, military it's experience. It's funny, for a second you said W, and I go, no. No, no well, kind definitely. of military, but not really. No, he I mean, flew planes. I mean, he was. Yeah, but and like, also, wasn't he in charge of the CIA at one point? Yes, he was. <laughs> Which is also dangerous. But, I but mean, the yeah. reality is there. he was in the military, and, you know, I mean, that was the last one. But you go look at a lot of other countries. They've military. Part of that is to be a president or to rule their country. You have to have some form of military experience. So, True. But this is interesting to see the way. But the overwhelming thing is people want fresh blood, younger people. There's no doubt. No doubt. I don't know anybody who says, you know what? If you're 82, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I don't know anybody that that, that believes that. Here's the thing, though. You know, if Biden does decide to run and you're a Democrat, you're voting for that guy, aren't you? You're not voting for the other side. No, no, no. Not unless he is so far gone uh, that you're like, how are they doing this? But the reality is, no, you're not going to vote for that. You're going to vote for your side. Red or blue. You're going to vote for your side. Unless it's something so bad or he's done something so appalling where you're like, I can't vote for this guy. And even if that happens, they'll vote for their own side. In a lot Um, of ways, yes. In both parties. Unless he becomes a pariah like Trump, which I don't see happening. Unless he's, you know, unfortunately lost maybe his mind a bit. And people know that. But still, it's, Mm. it's, it's, it's sad. And the other thing is people don't care about party and they don't care about male or female. 
right? They'll take, they want compromise, they want stuff to get done, and they want young, fresh blood. Yeah, that has to happen. Oh, my God. That has to happen. And that means no Biden Trump. Yeah. Okay. Coming up next. Coming it, up. it is official. Uh, Brittany Griner is Arizona's person of the year. Why? Yeah. Sorry, but why? Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, the Gatos and Chad Show. That's us. Happy New Year. Happy. Ah, I said it. And one more day on that. You told me got one more day. Okay. Uh, I was reading this in the uh, Arizona Republic. Uh, Brittany Griner is the Arizonan of the year. Okay. According to the Arizona Republic. Well, she spent a vast majority. Isn't there a rule? He has to spend an X amount of time in the state. In the United States. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, I'll just just to reiterate. I would have made the trade. I would have gotten Brittany Griner back. I give up that horrible individual from Russia. Uh, what was his name again? The uh, uh, merchant uh, of Victor death. Boot. Right. As bad of a human being as that guy is, we have to get an American back. I don't care who she is. It's an Amer- She's an American. Yeah. Okay. If it was a no-name American who didn't have a basketball career, I want that American back. Now, I know that you said, hey, we're giving up way too much. This guy yeah. could turn the war in Ukraine. You just never know. With all that being said, okay, you and I are just a little bit different on that, and I don't blame you for your opinion. I totally... There we a had lot Barkley of, on that a day, lot of people, I would, that was a terrible trade. Right. A lot of people have the same opinion as you do. But why are we giving Brittany Griner the Arizonan of the year... When, I'm sorry, but she put herself in that situation. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really glad that she's home. I I don't think she ever should have gone to jail. But she brought stuff that's illegal in Russia. Into a country where it's illegal to have that stuff. Yeah. At a time when war was present and it was, I'm with you on that. I'm going to be honest with you. before the invasion. Yeah. She flies into Moscow. And that is, that is, I'm just going to say it. That's a stupid move. Yeah. And I understand that she's contractually obligated to be there. Keep the money. I don't want to go anywhere near Russia. And I'm not trying to hate on Brittany Griner. But to name her Arizonan of the year, uh, and they said that uh, in the Arizona Republic, there's no other Arizona newsmaker in 2022 that captured the public eye as intensely as she did. How about Carrie Lake? Yeah, no doubt. Carrie Lake. Who was trying to be governor of the state. Right. Uh, Carrie Lake, in, I know she lost, but she had everybody's attention. Good or bad. Nationwide, let yeah, alone Arizona. Good or bad. I don't like Carrie Lake. I didn't vote for Carrie Lake. Uh, but I can, I can acknowledge that in 2022, in Arizona, it was her show. And to be honest with you, I think... If you want to name someone Arizonan of the Year, and you want it, let's just say you go with me and choose Carrie Lake, I think Carrie Lake showed all of us who we are. Yeah. She, You know who we aren't? We don't like conspiracy theorists in Arizona. Well, not that kind of conspiracy theory. We don't like that. We're fine with the, you know, UFOs and fun stuff That's like that. That's one thing. But right. that kind of other conspiracy theory that continued yeah. to go on. And uh, honestly, I, I'd almost like to personally thank Carrie Lake just for showing us that we are purple. That we don't go down a rabbit hole with you. Uh, and I'll, I'll just be real frank with you. This is the last time I'm going to mention her name on the show because she's yesterday's news. I don't care what she does in court. I don't care what Carrie Lake no. does anymore. No. It, I don't. I don't. I wish uh, our new governor the best just like eight years ago. I wish Doug Ducey the best. 
Uh, and listen, Katie Hobbs screws up. You're going to hear about it. I got a big mouth. I'm here for the whole year. Yeah. I'm not going to shy away from, from, from drilling her if I need a driller. Uh, which will probably happen. The of reality happen. is that's going to happen. That being said, back to the Britney, yeah. she didn't deserve it. No, I don't think no. so either. Because, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, time has picked some awful people to be Time's person of the year. They've been great people. Right. Uh, you know, whatever, however you feel about Carrie Lake, there's no doubt the number one story in the state was the governor's, was race. The governor's race, and right. Carrie Lake dominated that. Yeah. And Katie Hobbs chose to run a campaign that worked, actually. A little bit surprising to to many of us to not say much, yeah. to stay out of the line, like to stay out of the spot, to not debate, to not to get not into debate. any of this stuff. To, less is more. If you're if you're Katie Hobson, guess what? Bravo to her. It worked. It worked. It worked. A lot of us thought it's not going to work. Now, I think against a regular candidate that wasn't screaming and yelling conspiracy all the time, she right. would have got boat raced. That right. being said, this is what she was up against. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it, but she won. But. She deserves it far more than, and so I think you're the Brit- Hobbs deserves it more. Uh, Hobbs deserves it more. Uh, I think yeah. Lake deserves it more than Le- Grinder. I agree. the The reality is, is this was very much a. It seems very PC to me. We're yeah. going to give it to her. It's a very feel goody PC story. It's it, it, it. Sorry, it shouldn't have been. There's, I I could give you five or six people that were hell. You could have given it to Ducey on his way out. You could have given it to uh, uh, you know. I mean, uh, just several. You could have given it to Kirsten Cinema for God's sakes. In the noise that she's made and yeah. Brittany Griner. Yeah. No, no, you weren't even here. Well, I don't even think it matters that she wasn't even here. Well, that she, matters a little bit. But. She has no one to blame but herself yeah. for the predicament that she put her herself in. It wasn't fair. Nobody liked that she was in prison. Most of us wanted her out. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine someone saying, oh, she stays there? No, that wasn't being said. No. That wasn't being said. But there was a price that we have paid to get her back. 100%. And me personally, I'm okay with that. I know that many are, are not. I'm fine with that. You have to get the American back. Yeah. But I think, you know, for the Republic to name her person of the year. Based on what? Based on that she was captured. Okay. Based on you broke a law in somebody else's country while they oversent you and used you as a political pawn. It wasn't like you were kidnapped in their country and held. That might have been something a little bit different. This reminds me a little bit of, you know, Janet Napolitano and Paesta Wapik. Yeah. Lori Paestawa, yes, in Iraq, killed. It's tragic. But now we're going to rename something after her? Because remember, and again, she's way braver than me. I, I would never, I don't even want to look at, like, you know, yeah. war you on not TV. Brave. No. But she she made a wrong turn and got killed. Yeah. And that's tragic. Um, but does that... Is that, 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 is, right? is that heroic? Why is what's named after Pat Tillman in in see I mean That's so a, a lot of the stuff goes down with the PC stuff as yeah. you said. Um, listen, I'm glad Griner is out. That she deserved to be Arizona Person of the Year. I think that's a that's a poor choice. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, another wrong way driver brings tragedy to the KTAR family. Next.